What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. What do you got, Laura? All right. So one of my favorite actors, Michael B. Jordan, who is homegrown, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's going to be um, in Creed 3, which oh, drops God. November 23rd, 2022. But hold on. He's Help adding me. a credit to his, well, he's adding credits to his name. He's going to be directing the film. Are you guys for it? Are you guys going to watch it? I'm here for it. I'm here for Michael B. Jordan making his directorial debut. I'm here for I, I, I will say this. I I was like LZ initially. Uh, I was very much interested. You piqued my interest when you said Michael B. Jordan, who, by the way, used to live there in downtown LA right by uh, our offices. Um, for a while, he lived there. And so you had my interest there. Then you had Creed three, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch it because I'm paying. I pay homage to the movies, to those movies. And but like LZ, I was like, I don't know, a third one. Like, where are we going? Mm. But you piqued my interest again when you said he was doing his di- directorial debut because I feel like he, as an artist, will want to take it a perhaps in a different direction that maybe. Uh, maybe more more meaningful, right? It'll, the story will be more meaningful, and it won't feel like a traditional sequel uh, because of that. Yeah, I think it's cool, man. I'm all for it. You know, like I, I like when people don't just do one thing; they can add to it because they they have been on it. Like you know, I've been on a movie set. I'm not maybe them. I know what I want. I know what I want it to look like, feel like, sound like, um, and I want to I want to have a chance to make it, not just be in it. And I like that. Well, I think controlling your own content, right, is something that everyone strives to do at mm-hmm. some point or another. Maybe not everyone, but a lot of people, I feel like, particularly in, in the entertainment industry, would like to have that ability, right, to be able to – like to use a sports term, Bill Parcells always used to say, um, you can't ask me to cook the dinner if you don't let me shop for the groceries, right? Well, in essence, that's this for Michael B. Jordan. Well, you know, I was just telling you guys that um, – since my pop culture stuff sort of ends around the late 90s, that um, I've been going back and watching a whole bunch of Eddie Murphy stuff because of Coming to America too. Um, Arsenio had Eddie on his show as a guest when Eddie had just directed Harlem Nights. And, uh, and he talked about how this was his first time going into directing. And Arsenio said, so do you think you'll direct more? And Eddie said, well, if the movie does well, yeah, I'll direct a lot more. He goes, but if the movie's crap, he goes, no, this will be it, one and out. So good luck to Michael B. Yeah, it's not easy, and it's certainly not for everyone, but I do think it's a cool opportunity. And honestly, like, I mean, look, I like the Creed movies. And call me a sap for a sports movie or a boxing movie or, you know, I I just do. I like the movies. I know the second one wasn't as good as the first one, but it didn't get bad reviews. It actually got really, still really good reviews, just not as good as the first one. Um, All right, that is What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. So Lindsay Theory is going to join us here in a couple of minutes, okay? But here's the situation mm-hmm. with the Rams, particularly in every NFL team. So, Scott, the salary cap has gone down, mm-hmm. right? So teams like the Rams and the Saints and some of these contenders are now dealing with the ramifications of the salary cap being reduced. That's right. And it has gone up so many years that, you know, a lot of these general managers plan out what their – roster could look like and they do their math based on a potential increase which has almost felt guaranteed uh, pretty much every year up until we hit COVID so they're 35 million over the cap and Les Snead Lord do we have the sound of Les Snead talking about like 
trying to figure it out and not trying to cut guys because I thought that that was an interesting approach because in theory that sounds great. I just don't know if pra- in practicality how that would work. So do we have less need talking about that? Yeah, let me hear that. What makes this unprecedented, right? You, you, we've had to, we've had to knock on the door of a lot of our key, you know, figures, key pillars, and 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 ask him to, in some cases, make sacrifices, in in some cases, adjust uh, their contract to help us get under the cap. And and the the vision right now is to get to the finish line without having uh, to release players. So good luck. Yeah, I was going to say, Cap, I, I don't think that that – easier said than done, to your point. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you um, are a player and the team comes to you and says, listen, we want to renegotiate with you because we have some salary cap issues, we want to keep you, and we hope you want to stay, but we really have to work on your contract. Now, the player, if the player comes out and it, on top, if you will, is, okay, what do you have in mind? Well, here's what we have in mind. We want to extend your deal, but we're going to give you more money up front. And then what you know as a player is, okay, I better take everything I can right now because I'm not getting to year three, four, five of this deal. So it sounds kind of sexy. It's a five-year, $75 million deal, but it's really only, let's just make it up, $30 million in guaranteed money. But of the $30 million, I got $20 million in the bank today. So if you can make that happen, if you can help the team long-term uh, and short-term and you can get money in the bank right now, you, you're you probably willing to do that deal. But, uh, I mean, that's really what the Rams are going to have to try and manipulate now is who do we have to have, who would we like to have, who don't we really need to have, and for those that we must have, we got to find a way to renegotiate. And for those players, that might actually turn into a lot of cash in their bank account right now but not a long-term, well, not forget guaranteed, but you're probably not going to be around much longer than two or three years. Well, listen, I know that, you know, that makes for good fodder. Oh, my God, the salary cap, what are we going to do? We've been just fine. <laughs> we've oh, Elsie, but I think this is different. I don't think this is like the been, other times. We've been just fine because we draft well. And... We're really good at maneuvering, and Les Snead has given me no reason to believe a lower salary cap is going to all of a sudden throw us into the cellar. So I understand that the ideal of the salary cap can be you know, daunting for a team that has a less competent front, front office, but Les Snead has proven because people keep saying, oh my God, you keep trading all your draft picks, what are you going to do? Well, we just keep winning. Oh, my God, we're over the salary cap. What are we going to do? We keep winning. Oh, my God, all this dead money. What are we going to do? We keep winning. So until the winning stops, then I think we can start wondering if the salary cap is impacting our success. But as as far as I can tell, he's mastered the art of either getting like the compensated picks for losing free agents, drafting extremely well, or restructuring deals. He's just good. So I ain't worried. You know, All right, let's LG ask Lindsay. Hold a- on, Scott. Let's ask Lindsay Theory because she's on the phone oh, here. Uh, Lindsay Theory covers the Rams for us at ESPN. So, Lindsay, I don't know if you've heard the discussion we were having, but I'm sure you've heard some semblance of it uh, as you've been reporting this and heard from Les today. Like, who's right? Like, or, or what do you think? I mean, it's not about right or wrong because we won't know yet until the season, uh, you know, comes around and they figure this thing out. But 
are, are you more worried potentially about the cap situation this year than maybe in previous years? More worried than previous years, but I will say, I think LZ is definitely on to something here. I mean, here's the thing. The Rams went all in 2018 and everyone kind of looked like, oh my gosh, they have one year to win this and then it's going to come crashing down. Nope, 2019. I know they didn't get to the playoffs. But they still had a winning record, pretty decent season. Last year, obviously, back in the playoffs, and everyone thought, oh, their window's closed. Like, it's over for the Rams. They had to get rid of Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks. Um, and they were still right there in it. And so here we go. Um, obviously, they're, this is a very unprecedented year with the cap dropping. But kind of until, until it implodes, it's still a very viable product. And, and I think that uh, over the last three years, Les Need and the Rams has kind of earned the right to, to make some wild, unconventional moves. And uh, really, we can't criticize them because they've been in the playoffs the last three or four years. Well, you know what, Lindsay, I, I tend to agree with what you're getting at. And, and LZ brings up what I think is a very valid point, which is that these guys have found ways to maneuver and still be a playoff contender uh, and make it to the postseason, which gives them an opportunity. The, uh, the notion that the salary cap being reduced now down to $183 million, th- that's going to create uh, a situation where you've got to now put the pieces of the puzzle together. But just like we thought they were married to this Jared Goff contract, oh my goodness, they're going to have to bring in a veteran to compete with them because they'll never be able to get out from underneath it. They have and they think they've improved at the position. So I'm going to put my trust in. Let's see how they maneuver this. But I think, LZ, good point, that they have, they've, they've earned our trust, at least for right now. Definitely. And I think what we're really going to see here, and this season's going to be unique, obviously, because free agency right now, the Rams are still working with about, about $30 million over the cap. So as Les needs that, they're going to try to restructure we're going to try to avoid cutting players. I have a feeling it might come to having to unload a player, maybe to a veteran guy, um, depending on what those restructures really come down to. Uh, but it's going to also look like how have they drafted recently? And I think for what it's worth, the Rams in like rounds three through five, three through six, I mean, they have been spectacular. When you look at John Johnson, he's a guy who's probably going to sign elsewhere in free agency. Uh, I mean, that was a third-round pick from Boston College, and he has been excellent. The Rams, uh, Cooper Cup, you know, I, I believe he was a third-round guy. The Rams have been very, very good at d- developing, at, at identifying, drafting, and developing talent from those middle rounds. And I think we're like we saw last season with Darius Williams and Troy Hill, we're going to see guys like that really needing to step up this year, and depth could be an issue. But then you're kind of going down the road of like, well, if this doesn't go right and this doesn't go right. And, and so for, for what it's worth, uh, the Rams have a top-heavy roster, and they have gotten the most out of those mid-range guys. They're going to need to do that again this year and avoid injuries. But they've earned the right to, to maybe not take total heat for the cap situation they're in. Lindsay Theory joining us here on 710 ESPN, Sedano LZ and Cap. Um, all right, so who are those potential targets? Like, who are some of the guys that you look at on this roster and say they're going to clearly have to go and try to restructure with this particular person, or they may have to cut him? Yeah, I think they're going to have to restructure. I mean, if, if you're looking at restructuring targets, you're probably going to Aaron Donald. You're going to Jalen Ramsey. You're asking them to restructure. 
you could be going to Robert Woods. You could be going to Cooper Cup. Obviously, they got some big deals last year. They could need to restructure. Um, you know, if you're looking at guys who, if, if they're not able to get restructuring done, players who maybe could be cap casualties. I mean, you look at the defensive line, and it, it, it pains me to even say this. Um, you know, but you have like a Michael Brackers. You have an Ashawn Robinson. Those guys are, are making a lot of money. The wild part is, is their salary cap numbers and their the dead money numbers. I, there's not a huge difference there. Um, so would it even be worth it to cut them? But maybe you look at on the offensive line, you look like a Rob Havenstein. Um, pains me to say that because Rob has been uh, a, a pillar in that locker room um, as long as I've covered the Rams. Uh, you know, you look at some of those contracts and you ask yourself, like, is this guy, you know, is he something that we're going to need to let go to get under the cap? Um, so there's a few guys who, who probably aren't part of the restructuring conversations but could be um, kind of uh, casualties if, if the restructurings don't go well. Which is exactly where what we were talking about, they've earned the right for us to give them the, the, the belief that they know how to manipulate this whole situation. But in the final analysis, with the cap coming down to this 180 number where it was at the 200-plus range, um, that amount of money that's no longer available means certain guys won't make it. And then the question becomes, who do you replace them with when they're either younger or cheaper players? And that's really what this comes down to when you're dealing with this salary cap contraction. Yeah, no doubt. And that's when you're going to have to really hope that some of these younger guys that you've been developing come to fruition. You know, like you lose a Gerald Everett. You dra- drafted Bryson Hopkins last year. You hope he can step into that role. Um, you look at Jordan Fuller in the secondary. You look at uh, with with uh, John Johnson moving on. You need Taylor Rapp to come back. You need him to be healthy. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, you know My- Malcolm Brown. It's very much up in the air whether he'll be coming back or not. Uh, he's a free agent. So then you hope that Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson stay healthy in this next season. Um, so I think a lot of their successes next year isn't necessarily going to be. Uh, who they can or cannot sign in free agency. It's going to be how healthy their starters can play or can stay because I don't think with their cap situation that uh, backups are going to be plentiful. Lindsay, real quick, because Brad Holmes is now with the Detroit Lions as their new GM, and for those who don't know, he was the one in charge of our college scouting. Um, But he departed the Rams at a really weird time because – He's already scouted all these talented players, and now, obviously, he'll probably be looking to draft them for the Lions when he gets an opportunity to, and they may not make it to the Rams. What's our plan B? Who's the person who was able to be the understudy for Brad Holmes, and are they up to speed so that they have a plan B, understanding that Brad Holmes is probably going to take their plan A and bring it to Detroit? Yeah, you know, we haven't actually had much time with less need with all the quarterback situation going on to flesh out exactly what that kind of hierarchy now looks like under him. Um, but the Rams scouting department is very talented um, from their analytics team to their scouts on the ground. Um, so while I know Brad Holmes has been a pillar of that organization for the last 18 years as he worked his way up, um, there's every reason to believe that he was also a good mentor to the scouts underneath him. Um, so while he's a loss, I don't think that it's something that they can't overcome when it comes to figuring out their draft plan and their scouting plan. Lindsay Theory with us here. Lindsay, the Andrew Whitworth part of this equation, what is the story on that? Yeah, so Andrew Whitworth said after the season he wants to come back. He wants to play again. Uh, you know, he got his knee back in good shape and he wants to give it another go. 
um, Les Snead, we asked him directly, you know, is Andrew Whitworth, uh, I don't say welcome back, because he's always going to be welcome in this organization, but is he a guy that can come back with that cap number? Les Snead was very definitive when he gave no definite answers on anyone, including Goff. He was very definitive, yes, on Andrew Whitworth. Um, he did he did couch that a little bit, though, at the end, saying, you know, of course, Andrew's going to talk to his family and whatnot. But, you know, I, uh, I'm following Andrew Whitworth every day on social media. He's uh, he's in the sauna. It looks like he's getting ready for, for another season. So um, he, he, he's probably going to be back at left tackle, and uh, he's been a good solution for the Rams for the last, uh, how long has he been here now, four years? And uh, he's going to go into his 16th season is the plan. Do you know who Kat Von D is? Ha <laughs> ha! No. You don't have to. Okay, good. No, 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 no. no. That's perfect. That's That's it. Perfect. That's perfect that you don't know who that is. That is actually, we are happy that that's the case. Not Um, a free agent available to the Rams. Not, not, yeah, not, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Theory, before we let you go, when you were, uh, when you were younger, uh, because we know as an adult, uh, an upstanding citizen, you would never do this. Um, And when there were movie theaters to go to, what was your food choice to sneak in? What was your. You're, the food you would peanut butter M and M's. What? Always the peanut butter M and M's. Okay. The peanut butter M and M's. The actual M and M's with the hard yeah. shell and the peanut butter, not like a a, a peanut M and M. The peanut butter M and M's. Yes. You got it. Hard okay. shell, peanut butter inside. Yum yum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. There it is. All right. <laughs> Those are good. Lindsay Theory, you are the best. Thank you for hanging out with us. Always appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See ya. There she yeah. is. There's Lindsay Theory. Peanut butter M and M's. That's more new school. I feel like, on the snacks. Yeah, because, I mean, M&M's old school were just the regular M&M's in Chocolate the Chocolate or bag. peanut. Right. right, and then there was the yellow bag. Yeah. 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 Um, do we still have Jason and Downey who wanted to weigh in on that, Laura? All right, let me hear Jason real quick. So, first off, for you, Sedano, saying uh, popcorn is not that good, man, that's crazy. Popcorn I mean, it's was the fine. Best part. It's fine. And it's, it's the not best like... part of the movie, man. I know, but in the pandemic, I I went and bought popcorn when they were selling it to kind of keep into a flow. Me and my wife had movie night. Okay, I went to the theater and and bought the popcorn. You like had takeout popcorn. They sold sold AMC, you know, to kind of help AMC sold like their concessions, a nice reasonable price, just because you know they also had all that stock that they needed to get rid of. Right. And, you know, I own AMC stock, so might as well. Well, there you go. You did help if you have AMC. I was just going to say, were you on the Reddit crew that got AMC stock going? But there you go. Yeah. When we're able to go back, you get you get that you get that popcorn and you get a cheese. So you are you going back cheese? for sure? Like movie theater opens, oh, yeah. you're in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting my vaccine Tuesday. I'm uh, I'm going back. I'm getting married in June, so you know we're having. Couple of people there, but yeah, if I can go to if I can go to opening day, I'll be there. All right, man. Well, congrats right. on the, awesome. the nuptials. Yeah. yeah, thank you. But Bye, the brother. best thing is when you buy snacks, you buy M and M's, you buy Snickers. Do not buy them there. Go to the nine nine cent store and just get the jumbo bags mm-hmm. and bring them in. And uh, when it came to sneaky stuff in, I'm so glad they sell beer now because. It was kind of a pain in the butt having to speak in my little talk. <laughs> Have a great day, boys. All right, man. See ya. Jason and Downey drops off. All right, coming up next, thanks to Lindsay Theory again for joining us. Coming up next, we're back in three minutes. Our midseason NBA awards, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man, Most Improved. We got that for you. Coming up in three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, I'm going to post this. I've got your dance. You don't want to do it. I'm just going to do it. Do it. I don't, I don't post videos of myself dancing. You give me a hard time. You bust balls when I, when I post selfies. I know, but we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna ask. What, what should the caption be on this, LZ or Laura or Greg? I told you he couldn't on, dance. On, yeah, on, that video. Have you seen the video he sent, LZ, the dancing video? I was getting shamed, LZ. They were shaming me. They were like, you haven't sent a video. What's the deal? And so it was a Tuesday night. I had a glass of Chardonnay. There was some Steely Dan on in the background. I actually was feeling it. I was snapping my fingers. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to shoot a video of myself dancing. Don't I feel like a total jerk right now? And then I wound up sending the video. The caption should be, give this, rate this one through ten, or is it dancing? Um, Elsie, have you seen the video? I have Because I want your reaction first. Huh? I have not seen the video. Okay, I'm going to send it to you right now. I think you're going to be gonna, impressed, Elsie. I think you're going to be I'm going to send impressed. it in the group chat. I, I, I really doubt I'll be impressed, but I think I'll you're going to. I think, I think what you're going to do is I think you're going to analyze it, and you're going to go, you know, I doubt based it. On, on the music, the beverage, the evening, et cetera, et cetera, I think you're going to look at it and go, you know, when he gets loose – Dude can get down. That's what I think you're going to say. <laughs> no, no. You know what you look like? You look like you're lost. Like, you don't know where you're going. Like, you're looking for directions. <laughs> That's exactly, That's exactly what, what you look like. You mean, like. you mean I'm looking around going, hello, where am I? Hello, where? All right. Do you know? Yeah. Have you seen my mom? Yeah, yeah. where am I going? Who, who, who do I got to talk to? Like, what? Are you seeing it now, Z? Oh, dude. Come on, Z. That's good. That boy got talent. Yeah, he does. Just not dancing talent. Right. You've that got a lot of talent, <laughs> Captain. It's just you got to know. Listen, here, here's what dancing, I would say about. That's yeah, not, that's, that's not dancing at all. No, 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 it's not. And, and here's the thing. We're all adults here. The best. The one thing as you grow older, you know what you're good at, but you also know what you're not good at. Or at least you should. OK. And you're just not a good dancer. And that's fine. Look, we doubted Greg and Greg disproved it to us. You didn't. There are other things you're great at. Dancing, not one of them. I'm going to strongly disagree, and I'm going to just tell you that as you look at this video, again, I want you to remember, I'm not in a club just getting down, okay? All right? I'm, I'm jamming to some Steely Dan on a Tuesday night with a glass of Chardonnay. That's just, that's just getting loose is what that is. That's just, just starting to feel it just a little bit. That's, you, if, if you can dance and if you can analyze good dancing, then you can look at this film, study the film. You're not and moving say, your lower body. Right, right. You're not I, at all. I mean, uh, the discussion's over. Yeah. You don't see any movement right there in the lower. No, you don't see you're, not moving, you're not moving your lower body, man. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm a really good. No, no, I know. Talent. I'm looking at it. Your lower body's not moving. Right. You're kind of you're, you're kind of bouncing. Oh, no, you're bouncing. Oh, my God. Bit. Look at those hips, LZ. Look at me shake my hips left to right, back and forth. Actually, you, have to, you have to use the bathroom. That's what I do when I'm waiting in line in the restaurant and they're like, there's too many people in the, in the urinal and I'm just waiting. Yes. All right, maybe the problem <laughs> is, is that I've, I've, I'm, I'm dancing at bar mitzvahs and I just think I'm nope, good. No, I'm, I'm not letting you do that to my no, people. No, that's not it. That's <laughs> no. not it. 
No, I'm not letting you do it. You need to mm. own this for yourself. Don't mm. blame it on the Jewish culture. Don't blame it on Bob Mitzvah. Don't blame it on the music. Don't blame it on the nay. Mm. It's you. I yeah. Know, man. I, I have good. sent this to Janice, mm-hmm. um, who is our social person, uh, and she's going to post this on the ESPN Los Angeles account. I told her to come up with a caption, and uh, you know, I'm sure she'll come up with something witty because she's great, and, uh, and we'll let the people decide. The, I think people the people can go I- to the ESPN Los Angeles Twitter account and figure it out, and maybe she'll put it on the Instagram too or whatever and, and let the people figure it out. And take a look at my lower body, okay? I mean, really watch. We can't because you're hiding behind the island. Well, there is that too, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I was I had to shoot my own video dancing by myself. It's not an easy thing to shoot, LZ. I okay, mean, that that I'll get, give you. I'll you give know? you. But it still didn't look like you were doing a very good job of it. Again, you guys go get some Steely Dan on and a glass of Chardonnay, and let's see what you guys look like. All right. What now? You're blaming it on Steely Dan. What did they do? to Now you? I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to deflect at this point. Is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Clearly. Oh. It's LZ's fault. Oh, my God. Not Janice not just fault. responded, what did I just watch with the crying emotion? <laughs> Janice, you know I can get down, girl. Come on, Janice. <laughs> it looks like you stubbed your toe and trying to figure you out what did look like you. No, you look like you stubbed your toe, but you also still don't know where you're supposed to go. And you're exactly. asking for directions. So I got a stubbed toe and I'm lost. Yes. You- all bad, fam. It's just bad, man. Is it all bad? for the bath. It's all, all bad. bad. Really? It's yeah, it's not bad? good. You don't do it's that in public, good. do you? <laughs> I mean, I used to. Oh, which decade? <laughs> which decade? Was it also in the nineties? Was it the nineties? <laughs> nah, don't blame the nineties. Uh, no. The nineties were a weird, a weird decade. That's for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll post this. Janice is going to do this. <laughs> um, we and we'll let the audience decide. That boy, uh, good. She, he got she, um, no, Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be your friends here. You know, like like when you need an intervention, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we'll eventually do this with Kat Von D and Greg, but mm-hmm. you know, but with you right now, this is a clear intervention moment for us. Okay, I just want you to know. Just remember one other thing that I talked about, which was the belief that mm-hmm. you're good, the notion of oh yeah, you clearly you think it, you're good. You know? I mean, We've yeah, noticed no, that. I mean, you can yeah. see the confidence. You see, LZ, oh, that's no what doubt. you're not looking at. You, yeah. You're only looking at the tangibles. You got to look at the intangibles. Look at the confidence. <laughs> you know. That's, no, you keep looking at the camera. That's not confident. Well, I was trying to make eyes with the camera, you know? Oh, okay. no, man. Well, we'll let the people decide. You know what? We'll I'm sure somebody decide. will like this. Yeah, we'll let the people I hope decide. it's Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer, if you're listening, watch this video and check me out. Why are you doing that to her career? I told you why. Oh, good Lord. All right. It is time for our NBA Midseason Awards. Um, hey. Hey. Oh, uh, yeah. we could. We sh- oh my God, we should have you dance to this. That would be That's- hilarious. He can't. He yes, no, can. I know. That's yes, the whole point. Now I'm shaking my shoulders. Now I'm now because of LZ's coaching. I'm starting. You see that LZ? I didn't take that as criticism or as sh- coaching. No, no, no. Guy. You have the right spirit. There's now, no question. We're not now, denying that. Now it looks like I'm using a hula hoop right now. No, no, that's not good. Whatever they're doing, I don't. I can't see it, but that doesn't sound good. Can you snap to this? Like you are in the video. No, you can snap this if you know the <laughs> rhythm. Right. Cody Rigsby, thanks for teaching me how to dance, dog. Oh, see, this is your problem. You're learning from Peloton. Right. <laughs> that, that's your problem. The, the real problem is that you're learning. <laughs> <laughs> like dance, it comes from the inside, dog. Yeah. There you go, right from the soul. That's the what soul. I'm saying. When you watch yeah. me dance, you see me feel it. No, yeah. you look soulless.
<laughs> you do. You look like you, you remember the the Mortal Kombat um who uh, where they they suck out your soul in the you know in the video game like that's what's happened to you basically. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Your dancing soul has been sucked out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, so, Greg, you want us to do the awards in the last segment because we've wasted too much time is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, what <laughs> we can we break now. But I want to see what Janice posts because I'm curious to see what oh her uh, caption is going to be. But we got to play uh, our game coming up next. Big deal or no deal. In the last segment, we will do our NBA midseason awards before we get out of here. Um, we'll have that for you coming up. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, yeah. Dale. Mm. Come on. Mm, 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 mm. There's no way. I Now, this is what we need to do. We need to do like a spoof video, Cap, of you dancing to like songs that we suggest, like this one, <laughs> and just see what comes out of your body. Like, I just seriously, I think that would be just tremendous comedy if you guys have requests and i'm not going to just say george and lz lauda unique bergman i mean i'm telling you if anybody has requests you send me the piece of music via twitter what you want just the name of the song i will then show off moves to a variety of different genres and really show off my skills lz just take the L, man. Just take yeah. the L. It, there's some funny responses already, though. Um, like Rafa, Rafa tweets us and says, uh, "Dances like the girl at the end of Jojo Rabbit." Um, his and hers Lakers uh, tweets us and says, uh, "Yeah, I would have kept this one private." Um, so there you go. So it, it's coming George, in right there's now. Named, there's a guy named George Sedano who says, "It looks like you're lost and looking for directions." It does. It does. It's okay. There's a girl yeah. named uh, Unique who says these are not dance moves. Don't disrespect dancing like that. Yeah. Looking for an empty urinal after someone stepped in your foot. See, this is what I'm saying. The urinal thing. You look like you have to go to the bathroom. Well, maybe I did. That yeah. would make sense then. Yeah. Uh, somebody, Tony, uh, Tony Batiera just uh, tweeted <laughs> the weekend, the, the gif of the weekend looking around in right. the Super Bowl with the actually, lights. Actually, I thought that was him looking for his Grammy nomination. <laughs> yeah, perhaps, actually. Yes, that is that. Um, but I feel like this will be uh, an interesting uh, reaction. But I think that's what we do. Um, yeah, I think we get a little Sean Paul. That'll be my recommendation. I want Sean Paul, mm-hmm. and I want you to try to dance to Sean Paul. <laughs> And LZ can pick a song, and Greg and Laura can pick a song, and we just we just do this, and we just see what happens and what comes out your body naturally, you know. And you know, we we work on it. It's kind of like that, you know, those first few episodes of American Idol when not everybody sings great, you know. Yeah. You know the William yeah. Hung yeah. versions of the show. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. William was younger yeah. than Scott. He's maybe yeah. he didn't know he couldn't sing yet. Um. Jorge Briones has tweeted in, says, what the heck? You needed liquid courage to do that? (laughs) 
So we're having some fun. Kaplan, you are a great sport. The uh, the tweets are rolling in in record time uh, very quickly here. This is All interesting. Right, let me just say one thing. We're going yes. to go into the game right now, right? Yes, Big we deal are. Big deal or no deal? Yeah. Do me a favor. You yeah. have no idea. You know, we're, we all broadcast from home now. I mean, this is the new world that we're living in. Yeah. I just had my daughter come screaming down the hall at me, telling yeah. me that the shower won't turn off. And I'm pointing at the microphone. I'm on the air. It's a hot mic. Like, I'm trying to get her to come. And she's like, the house is going to overflow. So I'm like getting to be on the radio, but also play dad at the same time. So deal, big deal, no deal. Give me to you do your thing. I got to go see if I'm going to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't flood, flood your house. Go, go, go. Be take right care of your house. Not getting flooded. All right. Hit the open. All right, we won't be starting off with Cap for this one, that's for sure. Um, I just saw this come across Twitter right now from Yahoo Sports. Michigan State announces that they are changing the name of their basketball team, LZ. They are now and for now going to be called the MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whoa. Is this wait, a big wait, deal wait, or wait, no what? deal? You're lying, right? <laughs> this, this is real. This is real. No, I'm they looking this up. I don't trust you. You, you go, George. Yeah, I got to look this up. I don't trust him. MSU Wait. Spartans presented by Rocket where, Okay, where did you find this? Yeah, Who exactly. said Yahoo What's Sports? It? Yahoo Sports. Are you sure? I will find it. Are you yeah. sure it's not Yahoo with an extra O? And, exactly. No, I don't know if you said, did a, I don't know if you did correct fact checking on this. And then Okay. Said, well, I, no, I'll take a stab joking. at it. I'll t- I'll take a stab at it. Um first of all, look, if the if the schools want to do that, and give the kids some and break off the kids, then I'd be okay with it. But we all know that ain't going to happen. So, yeah, I, I think that that's crazy. And I know that uh, Rocket Mortgage or whatever and Dan Gilbert is a big Michigan guy, et cetera, et cetera. But that just feels icky because the kids ain't going to get anything broken off. So I, I think that that's uh, a big deal, but in a bad way. That's straight trash, man. This is straight trash. If I were a high school student, I would not consider going to the, uh, a college to play ball. I would go straight J League. I would go overseas. If my dream was to go to the NBA and now they're doing this in college, I wouldn't even entertain going to a school. I would just go into the new business model of entering into a minor league system yeah. and just forking on my craft because this is straight garbage. If yeah. the, To George's point, if they're not getting a piece – this is trash, man, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weak. All right, Greg, what's next? Yeah, all right, so going up there, I was waiting for the next. Uh, all right, so there is a woman who goes on to a uh, – This is about Kat Von D again? <laughs> no, 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 this is not about Kat Von D. It's a little bit weirder. Um, so there's a Reddit site called Relationship Advice, and Uh-oh. apparently oh. one woman went on to – this Reddit site and said that she has a vegan boyfriend and she was sneaking going to get um, McChicken sandwiches and chicken nuggets from McDonald's because she didn't want her, her boyfriend to see. The boyfriend found out and broke up with her. Is this a big deal or no deal going to okay, go okay. get food? Ex- explain it one more time just, just so I can be clear. Sure. Sure. So there is a woman that went onto a, a Reddit site to talk about her relationship. Right. She has a vegan boyfriend. Okay. And because she craved chicken, she would sneak out and go to get McDonald's. Okay, She'd gotcha. Get chicken nuggets. Or and then he caught her. And he caught her and broke up with her because of it. Okay. So is this a sneaking food or is this a big deal or no deal, George? Uh, I'm going to say – 
I mean, I don't know. I feel like, first of all, it's a big deal in the sense of if you want to have a real relationship, you shouldn't be hiding stuff from people. You know what I'm saying? Like, And by the way, if you want to be with a vegan and you don't want to set the tone to be like, hey, you can be vegan, but I'm not going to be vegan, at least not all the time. You need to set that tone right away. Like, in any relationship, you need to set boundaries, right? Um, I mean, look, our pal Keyshawn, right? His his wife and kids are all vegan. He's not vegan, but he does vegan-ish occasionally. So, you know, like, I just think you have to set the right parameters, LZ. I will say this. To lose a relationship because you're eating meat, I'm going to be at Ruth Chris. I'm going to be at Morton's. Right, not chicken I'm go- nuggets. I'm not yeah. going. I'm not losing my 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 relationship over some chicken nuggets, dog. <laughs> so, right, make it something that tastes better. Than make that. it so- make it something better than that. So I was stuck on that. Like if I'm gonna sneak out and risk it all, I'm gonna make it worth it. Worth it. So I'm still stuck on that. As far as you know, them breaking up and stuff, like their relationship is already in trouble. Yeah. It was already in trouble. They didn't break up over the chicken nuggets. They broke up because they probably shouldn't have been together that long anyway. That's a good point. Fair enough. What's next, Greg? All right. So Netflix is devising a way to stop password. Ah, uh, yes, the Greg platforms. rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Laura, Laura made this very, very clear on Twitter today. No, you, so, you did. No, Laura's right. You told you on yourself. <laughs> you did. You told on yourself because Laura. Laura tweeted about the story, tagged all of us, and then you responded. I'm going to read it right here. <laughs> I'm legit now. Leave me alone. Ha, ha, ha. And so you singled yourself out. You told on yourself. She knew what she was doing. No. She no. knew Nobody by doing that knew. it was pointed at me. No. I And I yeah. used the eyes correctly. Just saying. She did. She did use three, <laughs> four eye emojis. Yes. Mm. So anyway, LZ, is this a big deal or no deal? That this is a huge deal. Yeah. This is a huge deal because potentially it's going to increase their profits. Because as great as those numbers for Bridgerton were, I'm pretty sure some of those folks were swapping passwords to get those numbers. Now right. they're going to be able to cash in on it. So it's a huge deal. I don't know how the technology is going to work. But I don't think people are going to quit Netflix because of this. I think those who have been borrowing passwords are just going to go ahead and, and pony up the money. Well, I'll tell you this, um, because I have loaned my password um, before. To Greg? And, and I, not to Greg, no. Um, and I, there are some places that will only allow you to use the password in two places simultaneously. Now, they do that in theory because you could be watching stuff uh, on two different televisions, like a sporting event or something, like some sort of pay-per-view or whatever. Um, so there is the technology to do it, I think, LZ, because if they can do it for stuff like that, they could probably do it for Netflix. Yep. But I will also agree, big deal, because, yes, there is way too much password sharing. And, look, I get it. T- times are tough. But, you know, um, it's eventually they were going to figure that stuff out, you know? And to be clear, I do not steal Netflix passwords or borrow anybody's <laughs> Netflix password. I have my own Netflix password. So okay. just Who's want to make that, that very clear. Okay. I mean, right. To be clear, I don't speed. I always do the speed limit. Never Me go too. over. Not even mm-hmm. by one mile per hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're lying. I'm not. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm not lying. You are. How about that? See? Anyway, both of us can say <laughs> so stuff without evidence. This. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can take a picture. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, boy. What's the next one? All right. Oh, you want to do another one? Okay. So, yeah, yeah, do uh, one Jerry, more. What the hell? Sure. So this one's uh, coming out of Dallas. Jerry Jones said in a press conference yesterday that he would kill someone if he was scrutinized like Dak Prescott it was. Do you believe, LZ, that this is a big deal or no deal? Do I believe Jerry Jones would commit suicide? Let me think. <laughs> um, no, Do I don't. Well, I mean, if he's going to kill someone based upon the criticism directed towards Dak Prescott when he's been one of the ones criticizing Dak Prescott, I'm not really quite sure what Jerry's trying to say. Yeah, I agree. It seems just weird that that's the case. He's but, losing uh, it, man. His fastball is like Cap's like knowledge of pop culture. It's ended in the 90s. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I was watching that press conference with him and Dak, like he said this thing that I found to be weird and Dak laughed. And I don't know if he laughed like just because he's the boss, I should laugh. But he of said something. He did. But he said, right. And he just paid me $160 million. Yeah. Um, but he said this thing. Jerry's like, you know, if I was ever going to overpay for it, and I've always overpaid for the greatest things in my life. But you know what? If I was going to overpay for anything else, it would be for this great young man next to me because he's also one of the greatest things in my life. And I was just like, this is trash. What man. the hell does that even mean? Like, it, what? It, it means he needs to step away from the microphone. You know, yeah. like I, like I, I mean, I was making a joke, but I was also being serious. Like, Jerry's lost his fastball. Steven needs to speak more. Jerry needs to fade back in the background more. I'm not saying that Jerry's, like, not smart or anything like that. But the persona that he had that made him Jerry Jones. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. You're or, Madonna now. You're Madonna, yeah. right? Your yeah. your time's over. Yeah. Uh, Cap, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. You know, um, when when your kid says, no, dad, it's an emergency, like, okay, you got to go deal with an emergency. Now, Well, you know what? Let's tease this. Tell us about the emergency on the other side because we got Kiki waiting to do some traffic. Okay. Um, so that is big deal or no deal. We'll find out how big your emergency was, and then <laughs> we'll do our deal. midseason NBA awards, and we're going to be back in 90 seconds. Hey! Yo, I have a crazy story story about this song go ahead tell me so me and my girl were at the super bowl in jacksonville i believe it was and 2005 this must have been like our fifth party so <laughs> we were lit <laughs> lit this song came on we tried to get low we hit the flow but not the way he's talking about it oh, we no. slipped and fell on oh, like no. the wet Alcohol-soaked floor. We try to pop up and act like no one saw us. Everyone saw us. <laughs> Plus, our clothes were wet. It was oh, just no. nasty. Sticky, gross alcohol Sticky, wet. Sticky, gross. Yeah. And we were like, we're so tragic. And we just left. Yeah. It's Jacksonville, though. Oh, yeah, man. It was. At least it, it was, was that. It, it wasn't like it, it was the Super Bowl in, like, L.A. or New York or Miami, exactly. right? Where, like, there's a lot of, like, you know. Because – it was a straight strip mall party. <laughs> it was a strip mall party in Jacksonville. It was some rando club. I think a laundromat was like next door or something. Of course. Of course. Good Lord. That's such uh, a bad Super Bowl. Don't ever go back there, NFL. No, that is never happening again. I think I was at uh, that by, party. Yeah. What's that? I think I was at that party. I was like, look at those two. What are they doing? <laughs> and then you well, try to speak- imitate us looking for moves because oh, you can't yeah, dance? No, the <laughs> right. opposite. The opposite. I was like, you see, this is when you dance like this, in control. Just like this yeah. right here. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so your dance video is up on ESPN Los Angeles, and it's getting what uh, the youngsters call ratioed, um, which means that <laughs> there are more responses than likes and retweets, uh, which I think is hilarious, which I think is great for content. So we will we will reestablish this tomorrow, I'm sure, uh, since we have a short show. Um, but what the hell happened in your house now? All right, so here's the deal. Again, just to set it up for everybody. You know, everybody's broadcasting from home. I think everybody gets that now, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. my daughter comes screaming down the hall, Dad, there's an emergency. And I'm, like, pointing at the microphone. I'm on the air. I got a hot mic. Because, you know, my kids will start cursing, like, right away. And so um, she goes, no, you don't get it. We, emergency. So I take the headphones off. I go. The shower won't turn off. So uh -oh. the water is is just coming up through. So there's, like, a there's a drainage issue that she's experiencing and now the mm -hmm. water won't turn off oh, so no. what do you do like i'm trying to stay calm i'm trying to stay cool so she took the shower head off the shower like it was like <laughs> one of these and then we stuck the shower head outside the window and the water was was outside the house just spraying down i'm like and then oh because it's got one of those like two like long uh like tube arm things yes, that you can right. yeah okay right. gotcha. and like a real man let me tell you guys what i did like a real man yeah okay I called Rachel, my girlfriend, and I said, what do I do? What do I do? The water won't shut off. She said, find the water main line in the house and shut it off. I've been walking around the house doing laps with my cell phone with a flashlight looking for – like, that's beyond me. Like, yeah. turn off the water. Oh, I wouldn't know where house? to find that either, though. I got to be honest with you. I am straight up – I am with you on that. I would not – my wife would know. I would not know. So that's why I had to call Rachel to, yeah. to get you know some advice. I can feel on you on that. Yeah. Kelly is the is Kelly is the is the do it yourself Bob Vila type. I'm like yo, I gotta call somebody and get that done. You know. Yeah. So uh, plumber called. Okay. Good. And and the grass is being watered. I presume. No, I tr I found the thing. Oh, you got I the main it. line. I though. found it. I turned it off. All right. Good for you. Yeah. There you feel go. pretty good. Feel pretty manly yeah. about that. You found the main line. Yep. Uh, excellent stuff. Uh, all right. We got a couple of minutes here because we got Travis and Slee coming up after us, right? That is correct. Greg? Yes, sir. Yep. Sure okay, did. great. Uh, all right. So, Laura, give me some NBA music here so we can do this on the way out. And midseason, right? Season's back and going. Started yesterday. We got games going on now. Boston and Brooklyn coming down to the wire here in the last seven minutes of the fourth quarter. So, he here's what we're doing. We've got the one, two, three, six awards. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, Most Improved. Now, I, you can pick up to three candidates if you're not sure on who is the definitive person to win a particular award. Um, or if you just want to shout out someone that you think is doing a good job that could be up for that particular award. So let's do MVP first. So I, I'm going to start. I actually have three because I want to do an extra shout out, Okay. So I got LeBron one still. I know that is a bit controversial in some people's minds, um, but I think the best player on the planet to me until dethroned is the guy. So I got Joel Embiid as a close number two, and I'm going to say this, and LZ, this may surprise you or maybe not, because I had him three last year and people thought I was crazy. Chris Paul is my number three. The Phoenix Suns were supposed to be pretty good, playoff good, kind of in that four, five, six range. They're near the top right now, and Chris Paul has been the biggest difference on that team this year. So I got Chris Paul three. Where are you on your MVP? Cap? Joel Embiid, number one, having the best season of his career, 30 points per game, 11 boards, 
three, re, uh, three assists a game. So I've got Joel Embiid right now at number one. I've got LeBron at number two. And I've got the Joker at 27 points per game coming in at number three right okay. now. Okay, Joker's not bad. I got Bron, Joel Embiid, and Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, really? Because the number if, one seed thing? That's that. I, I would think the best team in the league should have an MVP in the top three. Yeah, I, call, I mean, call me crazy, but I, would I, it, would the Utah Jazz be the best team in the league without Donovan Mitchell? Maybe not. But I, I I would say this though, in the games he's missed, they've won a ton. Whereas with LeBron and Embiid and Chris Paul, that hasn't been the case. So. You know that that's kind of the difference. Now I I could consider him in my my top five, but I you know if I'm going three that that would be my at least you know my call right. Um, defensive player of the year, LZ. I'll let you go first. Uh, number one, I'm going to go with Joel Embiid. Okay. Joel Embiid has a chance to do what Giannis did last season, in my opinion. Uh, number two, and I think this is interesting because he hasn't played a lot, and that is Anthony Davis. Okay. Because one of the things that we've missed without Anthony Davis is our defense. Mm-hmm. And when he was playing, even not 100%, we had the best record in the league. Mm-hmm. And then number three, I'm taking a page from your book, uh, George. Um, I'm leaning towards Chris Paul. Okay. I'm not mad Chris, at that. Chris Paul isn't just about inserting what we need to do offensively. He's inserting defense as well. Cap. Uh, right now, I got one, Rudy Gobert. That's my guy. Okay. You just think he's a lock. Okay, that's fair. I See, mean, I, I'm would, gonna... I would say Ben Simmons was kind of like my 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 further back second. Okay. Over See, Joel I actually Embiid? Have... Yeah, if, yeah if Ben just... Simmons is a better defender than Joel Embiid right now, I would say. Yes. I have Ben, ben... Simmons number – I have Ben Simmons number one. And huh? He is huh? – but the metrics will tell you he is the best perimeter defender in the NBA today. Yeah, I don't care about the metrics. You know me, George. I know, but I've seen I've seen what he's done, and he's locked some people up late in games too. Like that that he's deployed as that guy uh, now, and it's helped them in a big big way, especially against those the real perimeter threats. I saw him do it against Utah. I saw him do it against Portland. Um, you know, he Dame had a really bad game against him, and and Donovan Mitchell got locked up at the end of that game because of him. So I got Simmons one, I got Gobert two, and that that's it. I don't need more than more than two. Rookie of the year. Uh, Cap, I'll start with you. Rookie of the year. Well, you sold me the other day on Lamelo in Charlotte, and I went and looked, you know, looked up what what he's got going on, and um, sixteen points, six boards, six assists. Um, you look at everybody else. I mean, he's the top of the class. I was looking at the kid up in Sacramento, Tyrese Halliburton, he's but he's good. far behind. He's good. He's but good. Um, but yeah, I think Lamelo is the lock right now. LZ? Yeah, it's Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, it, it's Lamelo. Um, I do like Halliburton. If I had a second pick, it would be him. I think I think Tyrese Halliburton is going to be an all-star caliber player um, at some point in his career. Like, I think he's that good. Um, he does everything. Like, when I watch their games, I'm like, wow. Like, he stands out in a big way for a young guy. Um, sixth man of the year, I've only got one. Like, it's Jordan Clarkson, dude. That dude is tearing up the league right now from that spot. So, I, I've got Jordan Clarkson. LZ? Uh, I concur. I Clarkson is number one. I had Montrez on my list as well. And then Eric okay. Gordon of the Rockets came in at number three. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Eric Gordon's always a six man of the year candidate. So yeah, that's for sure. And so is Montrez obviously as the reigning six man of the year. Uh, coach of the year. Now 
This one is tough, I think, to keep it to three. But LZ, I'll let you go. Go ahead. I got one. Okay. That's Doc. Oh, okay. Doc gets uh, fired, heads east, and takes a team that's perpetually underperforming and made them the best team in the east in the first half of the season. Uh, listen, I mean, I, I think the coaches is a tough argument because there's a lot of guys. But, Cap, who do you have? I, I had three. I came up with three. Doc was on my list, but I, I didn't choose him here. Uh, Monty Williams. You know, Phoenix was like a lottery team. And then, you know, they got Chris Paul, and look look what they're doing. Second right now at 24 Re- and 13. Yeah. Reuniting so, those two so, together, so right? Why is, yeah, yeah. why isn't that Chris Paul then? <laughs> well, but I think it's you the said combination. They got Chris, you said they got Chris Paul, and look where they are. Yeah. George yeah. got him as an MVP candidate. I got him as a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. And I've got his coach as a Coach of the Year candidate, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul's been great for that team, and, and Monty Williams keeping that group together. And, and look, it's not like they are 4-5. They're number two right now. I'll give you a couple other names that I came up with real quick, but Tom Thibodeau of the Knicks, I mean, come on, the Knicks, garbage, trash, and and all of a sudden the Knicks are kind of in the mix for the playoffs, and then I just throw out Quinn Snyder of Utah because of the way, I mean, their first half of the season. So these are midseason report cards. Those are my three guys. Yeah, so look, I also have all those guys on the list. Now, it's funny, when I tweeted it out, I I went four deep, but I had Doc at four, so we're just doing three here. Um, I had Monty three. Why are you disrespecting Doc? I'm just... Well, but here's the thing. Philly was a team we've expected to be this good for a long time, um, and they have come close to being this good. So, you know, I, I think he's done a great job, but I think Monty's done a better job, right? And I think that Chris Paul doesn't go there if it's not for his belief in Monty as a coach. So I, I got Monty ahead of him. I got Quinn ahead of him because he's the one seed, right, in the West. And I, I, I have Tibbs as the best coach. The Knicks roster is trash, Okay. And they're the four seed right now. And they, they are playing. all star on that team, damn it. Who? Julius <laughs> Randle? Randall. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess. All-star name. Um, but No, man, so anyways, he's balling, so, man. Give him his credit, dog. He is balling. is balling. He is balling. He is balling. Actually, so here we go. Most improved player. He's my most improved player. I've got him, Jason Tatum as number uh, – not Jason Tatum, I'm sorry. Jalen Brown. Okay. Jalen okay. Brown, number two. And I got Zach Levine at three. Um, LZ, go ahead. I got Jeremy Grant as as my lock. Okay. I had Jeremy. I'm mad at you. Too. 23 points a game. You know. Yeah. I had Jeremy yeah. Grant at two. I had Christian Wood of Houston. Yeah, Julius. I Christian saw Wood's coming. a good Christian one. Christian was a good one. Christian was yeah. a good one. Julius, Christian he saw Wood. coming. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Wood is a good one. So, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, LZ Granderson, so. excellent work as always. You too, brother. Uh, Cap, excellent work as always. Guys, so much love to you and our squad and all the 710 listeners, and I'm going to go deal with these plumbing issues. And go find yourself some dance moves while the plumber's there, too. Maybe he can help you with that, you know, work on something. I don't know, use a wrench or something on your knees or your hips. Uh, thank you, Laura and Craig, as well. Uh, you guys did a great job. Uh, thank you to all our guests. Travis and Sliwa are up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Short show tomorrow until 530. See ya.